Hello, hello, hello. Hey, how's it going? Casting time. My name is Darian. I am here this week with more horror uh, goodness and shenanigans and things of that general nature. So I hope you're ready for that. It's just me this week, inmates. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. I have pissed everybody off yet again. Uh, no, Monica is working late, so she will not be with us. And Buddy is out, uh, I think he's in Illinois or something. I don't know whatever whatever he's doing with uh, his work there. I don't, I don't even know what he does, to be honest with you. I think it involves uh, forklifts and possibly a warehouse type of an environment. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. You're stuck with me. I'm sorry. It's just us. It's just us, but I've got a lot of stuff to talk about to you, with you, at you, around you, inside you. Uh, dude, I got... my my. I told you last week my wife and kids took off for a week, right? Uh, that's usually... When uh, that's that's when I make my big impulse buy when I'm not there's no adult supervision around, and I did just that. I went out and got myself an Oculus Quest Two virtual reality headset. Now I posted a video on the group page of Miss Monica attempting to walk the plank. <laughs> she did not. She did not actually do it. She um, she uh, she pushed out. But to be honest with you, and in all fairness. This fucking thing is bananas. It's amazing how realistic and like 3D it is. Because once you slap the head the headset on, it's like you're there. It's like the elevator door opens up and then there's just a wooden plank going off the side of a building. And now this fucking asshole wants you to walk off. Just take, go ahead, go ahead, take a walk off there. But that, I mean, that's pretty cool. Uh, I paid, uh, I think about 400 bucks for it uh, at Best Buy. And then afterwards, you download a bunch of games. And one of the games I got, and this is where the horror comes in. There's a Blair Witch game for this fucking thing. And it is insane. <laughs> it is completely insane, man. Um, it's, it, it's not, I wouldn't say it's a fun game to play. But if you want to completely freak yourself out... And you got yourself some kind of a hard-on for uh, either the Blair Witch mythos or just being alone in the woods at night. This is the game for you. Because you can. this will make you take a dump in your pants right in your own living room. It is very intense. Highly recommend it. There's other horror games on there. And there's a lot of like horror uh, virtual videos that we found. There's an It 
uh, Pennywise situation. Uh, me and my son checked out a Stranger Things deal where the, the Demogorgon is chasing you around the trailer there. It's pretty cool, man. I'm going to say you should check that out if it's in your budget. Uh, if not, come on up to my place. I'll slap it on you. You walk the plank, and I'll video it without you knowing. <laughs> All right. That being said, motherfuckers, we got a whole show to get into here. It's just me and you, so this might be a short one. I apologize. Uh, let's. I got the. I got the whole thing though. I got everything I need. I got horror news. I got listener mail. Let's bang it out with some horror news first to kick things off. horror news here's some fucking horror news for you i'm drinking a corona refresca uh it's a uh it's a passion fruit lime situation i feel like i should be uh either at a gay bar or (laughs) or maybe at some kind of a lularoo meeting or something (laughs) I don't know. I'm, I'm warming myself up for a pyramid scheme for for uh, like tea tea wear or something. I don't know. It's ridiculous, uh, and it doesn't ta- it doesn't even taste that good. Beyond, it's very sweet. I'm gonna have diarrhea. Uh, horror news: Netflix has released poster art for the fourth season of Castlevania. Now, I could have swore that Castlevania was put on hold indefinitely. I don't know. I thought we were possibly done with it. Um, I watched the first season. I can't really... I have a hard time with anime-style animation. It's just... It's very confusing to me. And, uh, you know, like a lot of the flying around and all the super fast motion and the dramatics, it it's, becomes very confusing. And I, I don't mean to sound like racially insensitive or anything, but I, I guess Japanese people are really into it. So good for them. Um... It's hard, it was hard. I'm not a huge Castlevania guy to begin with. If Monica was here, she would break the whole thing down for us with like where season three left off and how it coincides with the games and all that shit. I I don't know. Um, uh, maybe I'll check it out. I got to get caught up if I do first. Uh, Saint Maud. Now this one has been making waves on the indie circuit. Don't know what it is about or where I can find it. I should probably rent it at some point. It's going to hit Amazon Prime next month. So that's something to look forward to. St. Maud coming at you. Uh, here's something not to look forward to. In fact, here's something that I would vehemently suggest that you avoid altogether. Another Vin Diesel action movie. Probably rated PG-13, just like the last six of them. And probably going to bore you to tears, just like the last six of them. This one, however, haha, is going to be called... <laughs> Rock'em Sock'em Robots... The movie starring Vin Diesel. I'm out. I've already checked out. Uh, I had high hopes for The Last Witch Hunter. It disappointed me. I didn't have huge hopes for Bloodshot, but it disappointed me anyway. And now I'm done. I'm not, I don't, I don't, I don't care about Rock'em Sock'em Robots. If I want to see a robot fighting movie, I'll go watch Real Steel, which is pretty much a thing, same thing, I imagine. So there you have it. Uh, looks like the second season of Love, Death, and Robots is going to hit ne- Netflix next month. I'm psyched for that. That's a great show. And uh, you could, there's a couple episodes you could probably beat off to also. There's also some kick-ass ones. Uh, did anybody, everybody see Love, Death, and Robots uh, the, the first season? My favorite episode was the one with the big robots and the aliens. 
or the or like on the farm. You know what I'm talking about? And then the one guy dies, and my wife started crying at that one. Still a good show. Uh, lastly, I don't know how I feel about this just yet. Rob Zombie is directing a Monsters movie. Sherry Moon Zombie and Jeff Daniel Phillips attached as Lily and Herman Munster. Um, I was always an Adams Family guy to begin with. I was never too big on the Munsters. Um, I know Rob Zombie loves them. I love... I, I, I could definitely see those two, uh, Jeff Daniel Phillips and uh, Sherry Moon Zombie. If you don't know who those guys are, they're in the, like the last four or five Rob Zombie movies. Jeff Daniel Phillips started in Halloween 2. He played that uh, uh, horror host type of a guy that got too drunk at the concert. He was also in Lords of Salem. He played the love interest of Sherry Moon Zombie. He was also in Three from Hell. He played the warden. Um, what else? What am I? Oh, uh, uh, fucking 31. He played, uh, the, the main guy, the main scummy guy, <laughs> whatever, not, not Doomhead, but, uh, the main survivor dude. He's got kind of a Herman Munster look about him, you know, he's got the tired eyes. So there you go. Uh, I don't know what, I mean, I would assume that this is going to be more horror than comedy, right? Cause it's Rob Zombie. So maybe I would like to see them like butcher and eat one of their neighbors i think is what we need to do because i don't really see rob zombie doing comedy so i don't know man i'm a little i'm apprehensive about this one i think it could be done uh i would um, i'm interested he's got my curiosity and he'll probably get my 23.99 or whatever it is to check it out at the box office uh that's all i got on the horror news you maniacs i think it's time for some listener mail Listener mail. Uh huh. We got a few things going on here. What do we have? Let's start it off with some emails. We're going to go right down to Sydney, Australia. How about that shit? Here comes Tim from Horror for Dummies. Subject line Not much this week, but hey, it's an email. Hey guys, haven't got much this week, but I just wanted to drop in and say hi. Darian, I have no clue who you are, but I'll take a stab and say 30 Days of Night. Either way, your clues sound awesome, and I want to see this movie. I really like this movie. I'll tell you who it is in a second. Violation was boring as fuck. Besides one scene involving a leg being cut, this film was boring, and I don't care to stare at erect penises. (laughs) That's not the information that I have about you, Tim, sir. Uh, That's it for me this week. Keep being... You and stay healthy. Much love, Tim. Well, thanks for writing in, Tim. Yeah, we'll get into the to the violation in immersion therapy. Um, no, I am not Thirty Days of Night. But uh, when I tell you what movie this is, you're probably going to kick yourself in the ass unless you haven't seen it. If you have not seen it, I'm going to give it a high recommend. But we'll get to that in uh, what are you or uh, well, we'll get to that here in a second. Uh, let's get over here to Reno, Nevada. Here comes the cowboy subject line, flea market crossbows. Boo, 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 boo. Evening padded room. Hope everyone is doing well and made it in tonight. Nope, it's just me. Oh, excuse me. Glad to hear that Monica's dog is on the mend and hopefully his paw heals up quickly. Best of luck with your upcoming surgeries and hope 
hopes for a smooth recovery. Couldn't locate this week's movie and didn't really get a chance to watch much this week. I'll admit I was busy gaming and killing Nazi zombies. Ha <laughs> ha. Darian, if you get a chance, check it out. Zombie Army 4 Dead Rising is free on PlayStation Plus. Well, cowboy, I am downloading that as we speak. I, uh, I've i been on a Dead by Daylight bender. Between that and the Oculus Blair Witch game, uh, yeah, that's uh, the, the, the uh, rift is about to close in Dead by Daylight. I know you don't know what I'm talking about, but there's this whole prize thing. It closes in about 12 hours from now. So as soon as I get this podcast up and out, I'm probably going to jump right back into Dead by Daylight. But then I'm I'm actually downloading uh, Zombie Army 4 as I'm playing. So uh, maybe tomorrow I can get that done. Anyway, enough about that. Uh, I did watch VFW last night on Shudder. Fun movie, I thought. I love me some VFW. God damn, that's a good show. On Educate Darian, your wicked little things. Ah, shit. There it is, Tim. Cowboy just nailed me. I I am, in fact, Wicked Little Things. Uh, it's a pretty good show. Um, it's got like a six-year-old Chloe Grace Moretz and like a, I don't know, 19-year-old Scout Taylor Compton in it. And the, kid, the, the, the shining point of this movie is these kid zombies, I guess. I guess they're zombies. Uh, they're basically black-eyed kids uh, dressed in like 20s-style uh, clothing walking around with fucking mining tools, butchering people in the woods. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. It was part of the original, uh, the first run of the eight films to dive for from After Dark Pictures. I, that fucking... <laughs> that, I, I love the eight films to dive for, but I hate them because for I think for like three years, every year they would do around Halloween, they would drop these eight films to dive for uh, eight eight independent horror films um, from After Dark Films. And like the fucking uh, fanboy that I am, I would run out there with like $200 and buy all eight at Walmart at the same time. Now, the thing about the After Dark Films, though, is that in the, the, the series of eight movies, one of them would indubitably be kick-ass. Uh, there would be like two that were oh, not too bad, and then the rest would suck a bag of dicks. So on that particular run, I think that one was my favorite, Wicked Little Things. Uh, Reincarnation wasn't bad. Uh, I forget what other movies were in there. The Grave Dancer sucked my ass. Um, uh, Unearthed, I think, was in that one. Uh, I I don't remember. But I remember Wicked Little Things was my favorite, mainly for the kids, the black eyed zombie kids. Those guys weren't taking any shit from anybody. Uh, and uh, f- fucking mining tools. Who uses mining tools besides Harry Warden? Jesus Christ. All right, back to Cowboy. Uh, quick comment about the crossbow in Blood Widow. It was stated that he bought it from a flea market and it looked like a really cheap crossbow. Ha <laughs> ha. Cowboy clearly knows his crossbows and his flea markets. For Tom Hardy and They Reach. Not a bad flick, but I don't think there was any real tie-in with the title, unless you think about demons reaching from the other side to the real world. I'll buy that. I've been meaning to check out Lovecraft Country and hope it's really good. I am a Lovecraft nerd and have actually read most of his writings. Still on the shores to come out on PS4. Looks like a great Lovecraftian game. Hope everyone has a great week. Catch you on the flip, cowboy. P.S. Let's see if I can get Darian to cuss early tomorrow 
when I listen to the show and nail him on educate again. <laughs> you probably will, you son of a bitch. Uh, I'm gonna di- I'm I'm digging deep tonight. I don't know what I'm gonna do, but it's I'm, it's gonna be a deep dive, motherfucker. So there's that. And that, my friend, is all we have on the listener mail. Thank you very much, Cowboy and Tim, for writing in. Uh, ThePaddedRoom2011 at Hotmail.com is how you email me. If you'd like to call and leave a voicemail, the mental health hotline is area code 775-387-0275. In the meantime, I think it's time for me to talk about a young lady by the name of Mandy Lane. Eagles, Eagles, we're number one. Let's go have some fun. There she is, boys. Mandy Lane. Untouched. Pure. Since the dawn of junior year, men have tried to possess her, and to date, all have failed. Chloe, is she in? I'm working on it. You're coming this weekend, right? Right. She's coming to my ranch, dude. Welcome to paradise, Mandy! You seem different. It's because I am. Wait, 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 wait. Did you guys hear that? Somebody found me. There's nobody out there. Nobody around for miles. they love amber heard is the real question it's all the boys love mandy lane it's from 2006 uh directed by jonathan levine written by jacob foreman comes in in an hour and 30 minutes this bad guy got 5.5 stars on imdb which seems a bit high but i mean especially for a teenage slasher flick i don't know uh it's rated r it stars amber heard michael welch and whitney abel I got a kill count of seven on this. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like this is like the old Navy commercial of horror movies. You know, we very heavy on the music montages, very heavy on the American kids just having a good old fashioned good time out discovering themselves kind of horseshit horseshit by the train tracks uh stuff like that and it shot uh, as such uh a lot of uh it's it's like the the music montages are pretty they lay them on pretty fucking thick on this bad guy and i think that's because uh the acting is pretty weak so we had to eat up some uh some stock time 
play another song, get them out there by the train tracks, playing grab ass with each other, and that's what we're going to go with. <laughs> that's that's going to be the gestalt of our story, is uh, top 40 hits and grab ass, I think. Um, I don't know, man. Okay, so our, our, let me break this down, and then we'll talk a little bit more about the performances here. So we start off with the titular Mandy Lane and her best friend Emmett walking out of high school. Now, this is the start of the junior year for them. Uh, They are on their way out. The school is out, and they're on their way home, and then a car full of jocks pulls up, the popular kids. And uh, the leader of the jocks, a real fuckface by the name of Dylan, is like, hey, Mandy. You don't know how hot you got over the summer. And she's like, oh, yeah, whatever, dude. And he's like, why don't you get in the truck and come over to my place? And she's like, yeah, we'll go. And Emmett, who is kind of like the dorky emo kid with the, the headphones on, is like, hey, what do you mean me? I don't, I don't want to do this. She's like, well, yeah, you're coming with me. So they go to a party at uh, Dylan's house with all the other popular jocks and the fuck faces. And Emmett, of course, is completely out of uh, place. And Mandy is easily the hottest chick there, but she is acting completely awkward and equally as out of place. Uh, the booze is flowing, the weed is flying around, and here comes Dylan to put the Mac down on Mandy Lane. He rolls up with a, hey, can I see what color your panties are? <laughs> Seriously, you don't even know how hot you got, man. That makes you even hotter. She's like, uh-huh, yeah, get away, you doofus. Uh He's like starting to touch her in a unwelcome fashion. So Emmett grabs a super soaker and blasts uh, Dylan in the face. This pisses Dylan right off. So he goes and punches Emmett in the face and throws him in the pool and starts uh, like, you know, acting like he's going to drown him. Um, Mandy freaks right out. She's like, leave him alone, Dylan, you piece of shit. And he's like, oh, we're just playing. We're just playing. And then uh, Emmett's like, yeah, we're just playing. This guy's great. He's a great guy. Uh, Cut to a few minutes later, Emmett is up on the roof getting drunk. And here comes Dylan. And he's like, oh, hey, can you just get the fuck off my roof, you piece of shit? And he's like, hey, I bet you won't jump off this roof into the pool. To That'll really impress Mandy Lane. And Dylan, of course, is like, oh, yeah, I'm going to bang her. So naturally, he jumps off the roof, misses the pool altogether, I believe, smacks his head into the uh, concrete and kills himself. And that is the end of Dylan. (laughs) I love him already. Uh, That's fine. He's a piece of shit. But everybody blames Emmett for this death because he talked Dylan into jumping off the roof and killing himself. Never mind stupidity, never mind dr- uh, drugs and alcohol. It's Emmett's fault, goddammit. So now we're going to cut to nine months later. We're going to fast forward to the end of the school year. Dylan is dead. He's gone. Ancient history. Uh, Emmett now has been outcast by Mandy Lane, who has gone from apparently being like a cool chick, like a cool hangs out with the goth kids chick, to being one of the preppy class, and thus is shunning Emmett altogether. Uh, She's a track star now. She's still super hot. Uh, Amber Heard, by the way. Uh, Batshit crazy, from what I understand, but god damn does she look good. And I think we can go ahead and claim her as horror uh, property. She's done a lot of horror movies. Zombieland, she was uh, 406. 
The Ward, which was a shitty movie. Side Effects, which I have never heard of in my life until I looked at her IMDb, but it looks like some kind of a vampire thing. Uh, there's a few other ones in there uh, that are, you know, whatever. But she is goddamn smoking hot, my friends. And I understand why Johnny Depp was banging her and possibly letting her take a dump on his bed. I don't know that she's hot enough to take a dump on my bed or, you know, physically abuse me. Oh, oh, I will not be physically abused. (laughs) My penis might, but not the rest of me. (laughs) She can abuse the shit out of me from the waist down. We'll leave it at that. (laughs) Anyway, uh, she's still kind of the quiet, awkward chick, but now she's part of the in crowd. And she is quietly the hottest chick in the school, albeit not the sluttiest, so she's not getting as much hot cred as she should. Now, we are on the cusp of a big party. Uh, The local stoner dude, a guy by the name of Red, has his parents' ranch for the weekend. Uh, Apparently, his parents are pretty rich. So he has invited his favorite cronies out to the ranch for a weekend of debauchery. Sounds like fun, right? So who's invited to this little shindig? We have Jake the asshole athlete. We have uh, Bird, the African, slightly not as big of an asshole uh, athlete. We have Jake's ex-girlfriend, Chloe, who is the super slut. We have the possibly Hispanic, slightly less slutty Marlon. And then we have uh, Mandy Lane, who's also invited. Uh, as Mandy is receiving said invitation, she is walking away and Emmett tries to talk to her and she gives him the cold shoulder. So at this point in the movie, we're led to believe that Mandy wants nothing to do with Emmett anymore ever after the incident at Dylan's party. Um, I don't know. I mean, we can't really blame Emmett for the fact that Dylan's a fucking idiot, right? Uh, he did make the suggestion, but if Emmett had two brain cells to rub together, or Dylan had two brain cells to rub together, he'd have been like, you know what, I'm going to go down the stairs and I'll talk to her that way. I will not bounce my head off the concrete to impress anybody. Unfortunately, he chose the other route. <laughs> so, uh, that's kind of shitty. Sucks to be Emmett, but he is now, he's not even in the friend zone anymore. He's been kicked to the somewhat casual acquaintance zone, I would say. And that sucks for him because he's, you can tell he's totally into Mandy Lane, as is every other uh, individual with a penis in this movie. So uh, Mandy's invited. She doesn't give a yes or no just yet. She has to get permission from her aunt. Her aunt agrees. She calls Chloe and tells Chloe. Chloe texts Red and tells Red that Mandy's coming. And we now have a good equation of three women, three high school juniors, and three dudes for this wild weekend of debauchery, sex, and drugs at the Weird Ranch. Perfect. So uh, they decide to go. They're going. Uh, They get into the truck and take off. Very good. Uh, This place is like five, six hours away from wherever we're at. So it's like a whole road trip type of a thing. You know, they got to get up early. They got to pack the bags. They got to do all that shit. Uh, The guys are already talking about which one of them is going to bang Mandy. Um... I got first dibs. Oh, yeah, you're a fucking idiot. I got first dibs. Yeah, okay. Like she's going to set up some kind of a turnstile or something. Or one of those uh, things you see at the meat counter where you have to take the little tab with a number on it. Like, I'm going to have sex with everybody. I just want to know who's going to be first. You're a fucking idiot. (laughs) But that's how these movies have to be. 
so they get to the uh, the ranch. Everything's cool. Um, Mandy and Bird decide they're going to get out and walk because Chloe's she doesn't want to drive her car up the dirt road. She doesn't want to get her car dirty. So they all can't fit in the truck. Mandy and Bird get out to walk. Bird is the African young man. He's like, can I hold your hand? And she's like, huh, uh. Amber Heard plays awkward very well. And she turns it up to 11 in this movie. Like anytime a guy looks at her, she just gets all shy and like starts shrugging her shoulders and looking at her feet. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. So he holds her hand and then he's like, can I kiss you? And she's like, uh, and he gives her like a peck on the cheek. And then he's about to go in for the big smoocheroo when we find out there's another player in this equation, a farmhand by the name of Garth. Party on, Garth. Party on, Wayne. Garth is there, and he's a bit of a stud himself, albeit an older one. Uh, He looks a lot like he just jumped out of uh, uh, Supernatural, like he's one of the, he's like the long-lost Winchester cousin or something like that, and he's just itching to take his shirt off for no reason. Uh, He's like, hey, uh, sorry to interrupt your moment here, but uh, Red sent me around to pick you up, so why don't you hop in my little uh, truck here? So they hop in, they get up to the ranch house. Old school ranch house, lots of uh, real estate out there. Apparently, there's a cemetery not too far from there. There's a little trivia about that cemetery. I'll get to that in a second. Uh, you know, just a just a whole lot of land and uh, and uh, nobody there to bother them. And they've got plenty of booze. They stole a keg of beer on the way up, and they got weed and everything else. So they're there to have a great time. Uh, they start off with some skeet shooting, which is great. Uh, nothing really happens there. Then they decide to do a little skinny dipping in the local watering hole, and uh, everybody's kind of everybody kind of stops when Amber takes her or, uh, not Amber Mandy Lane takes her her shirt and pants off to get into her bathing suit, and it's clear that nobody, no male, uh, at this party wants anything to do with any other female except Mandy Lane which has to make things completely awkward and a little bit hostile, you would think. Good thing the other chicks there are all pilled up and drunk. Otherwise, somebody's probably going to catch a Lee Press-On nail to the eye socket. Stop looking at my man, you bitch! Ah! Anyway, uh, they're in there, they're splashing around, it's getting a little sexual. Uh, that's when Garth shows up and shoots a shotgun off, and we see that there was a deadly snake approaching them in the in the river or the creek or whatever it was and he shoots it he's like hey you guys got to throw some rocks in there before you go swimming let the snakes know you're coming and they're like oh yeah party on garth so they get out they get dried off uh here comes i believe this is going to be montage number three here comes the uh almost prerequisite smoking and drinking party montage which is shots being poured a lot of girls twirling around going woo, and a lot of dude bros high-fiving each other and more shots being poured and a lot of blowing smoke in each other's faces and shit like that. The amount of time of music montages eaten up by this movie has to be easily 20 minutes out of an hour and a half movie. Easily. Not th- I mean, th- that's what you have to do, I guess, when you, your, your cast isn't too, mo- too much for acting. So that's great. Uh, now we're all drunk and high and a little uh, feeling feeling a little horny as it is. So we're playing a game of truth or dare is what we're doing. Of course we are. <laughs> Why wouldn't we? Uh, everybody's, you know, 
doing the truth or dare thing. It's Amber's turn. Amber, truth or dare? Dare. I dare you to go invite that sexy farmhand to come in here and have a drink with us. Okay. So she goes walking off out there. It's nighttime now. She goes walking off to Garth's little weird shack by the barn or whatever he's living in. Hey, uh, you want to, again, super awkward. <laughs> Hi, uh, I don't know where I'm going. I just was wondering if maybe you want to come have a drink with us because <laughs> I don't know. I just, it's a dare. We're playing truth or dare and I'm kind of embarrassed. Uh, Garth is like, uh, I'm in my 40s and you guys are a bunch of high school kids. Uh, I don't think I'll be doing that. Uh, she goes back inside, feeling hurt and rejected. Now we uh, spin the bottle again. Truth, and I think it was Marlin. Er, Red asked the question. He's the thing was truth, and he's like, "Who has the smallest penis at this table?" And all the two girls both point at Jake, the asshole athlete. This causes Jake to get wildly upset. Butt hurt, feelings hurt. Oh, God, just fuck everybody. Fuck you all. I have a big penis. I just don't want to show it to you. And he goes storming out into the darkness in his underwear with a shotgun and a bottle of Jack. And he gets the keys to the truck and just drives off with his shotgun and the, the or no, not yet. He just goes walking off into the woods. Later on, he'll come back with uh, with the shotgun and stuff and his underwear. Um, he's out there, he's running around. Marlon was wildly into Jake. She tried to give him a hand job on the way up. Uh, she goes chasing after him. Oh my God, Jake, I'm so sorry. That was so insensitive of me. She catches up to him in a barn where he's drinking by himself with a shotgun. And he's like, you don't understand. It was like to have a small penis. So she sucks his dick, gives him a blowjob. Good for her. Afterward, He's, she's like, okay, it's your turn. You're going to go down on me now. And he's like, no, I'm not. I'm going back to the party. And then she gets all hurt and dejected. You're such a little boy. Oh, you just do is You just think about yourself. And then she goes, she goes walking off into the darkness. Uh, Jake goes back to the party. He's all hammered. He's like, oh, yep. Uh, yeah. You know, Marlon's out there. Woo. Uh, Marlon is now out in the darkness on her own. And I think she had the intentions of finding Garth and fucking him. But because it's dark and she doesn't know her way around and she's halfway hammered and got a probably a belly full of jizz, uh, she gets kind of spun around. And this is where we get our second kill of the movie. Uh, our slasher makes an appearance, uh, throws her on the ground, takes a double barrel shotgun and shoves it into her mouth to the point of, I guess dislocating her jaw it doesn't quite kill her just yet but it does fuck her up pretty good and it goes like halfway down her throat uh she's like (laughs) fucks her up doesn't quite kill her cut back to the party excuse me jake is back he's an even bigger asshole now than when he left uh oh excuse me for a fresca that'll gas you right up all right, I'm done. Uh, he's back. He's being an even bigger asshole. He's like, oh, hey, go get me a beer, you fucking nerd. And uh, he's like, no. Uh, uh-oh, power goes out all of a sudden. Oh, shit. Now we have a bit of a problem. Uh, what are we supposed to do? We don't know. Hey, somebody, I guess there's a generator out there. Somebody needs to go fire it back up. So uh, Jake's not going to do it. Red went to go check the fuse box, or he went. He went to go check something. 
Oh, uh, Chloe got all pissed off. She's like, hey, nobody's paying attention to me. Uh, he's, he goes after Chloe to try to console her. Uh, Bird, that leaves Bird, Jake, Amber there alone in the living room with like the fire going. Uh, Jake's like, I'm not going to go check the fuse box or the uh, generator. Uh, Bird is like, I'm not going to do, I don't know anything about generators. And Amber's like, it's really dark in here, guys. What are we going to do? And then Bird is like, oh, save you. I'll go check the generator. So he goes out there. For, For some reason, the generator is like right in the middle of the cemetery, I guess, which is weird. And it's just a little, that generate, that little generator that he's fucking with, is not going to power up the whole house. I can tell you that right now, but we'll explain that in a second. So he goes out there. He goes traipsing through the cemetery. Somebody's following him. Who could it be? I don't know. Pretty scary stuff. Finds the generator, starts trying to fire it up. Out pops Garth. Hey, what are you doing out here? Oh, you know, power went out. Uh, Reg said I should check the generator. And Garth is like, oh, he did, did he? Uh, Anybody check the fuse box? And he's like, oh, I think maybe Red was going to do that after he talked to Chloe. And then Garth is like, Hey man, you uh, you got a girlfriend in the house? And he's like, maybe. He's like, if I was you, I'd get back to the house because this house is on the grid. The generator doesn't mean shit. Uh, I think somebody's trying to steal your girlfriend. And Bird is like, motherfuck. So he goes back to the house. He gets back in there just as uh, Red is putting the fuse box back together and turning the lights on. He's like, hey, fucking Jake, you fucker you fucked with the fucking fuse box didn't you and he's like yeah it was great got got to be alone with amber for a few minutes now while he was alone with amber of course he made a bunch of inappropriate sexual advances amber heard played a great awkward moment there where she's like uh, get away uh, get away and he's like oh come on amber you know we're gonna fuck before we go back we might as well do it now it's like ah oh, get away oh so that's pretty creepy uh jake is a fucking asshole and we have established that uh at this point jake is feeling hurt and dejected again so once again he throws a temper tantrum grabs a shotgun and a bottle of jack and the keys to the truck and goes hauling ass off out into the woods i'm gonna go fuck marlin then marlin is still out there somewhere so he's driving around all through the the farm and the woods and the trails and all that shit. Eventually, he gets back to the watering hole. And by the way, while he's driving around, he's randomly blasting off the shotgun. Boom, boom, boom. Um, while that's going on, Garth hears that. He goes running back to the house. He's like, hey, Red, I heard shotgun blasts. Uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and call your parents. Let them know what, what's going on. So, oh, no, 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 no. Please don't, 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 don't. Please don't call my dad. Don't call my dad. Don't call my dad. Uh, he's like, he, they eventually talk Garth out of calling Red's dad, which is good. But Garth is like, uh, any more shotgun blasts and I'm calling your dad and then I'm calling the cops. And by the way, I'm going to stay here with you guys tonight because, uh, somebody's probably going to get themselves killed or something. Cut to Jake driving around out there in the darkness, randomly shooting at shit, uh, comes upon Marlin who's down by the old watering hole and she's just kind of slumped over for a second. Uh, he gets out of the truck and he's like, okay, I'll go down on you now, I guess, if you want. And he goes, oh, what are you giving me the silent treatment? She doesn't look at him, doesn't move. Uh, come on, go ahead and suck my dick again, I guess. And he starts like poking and prodding at her. And then when she like looks up, you can see that her jaw is completely like half hanging by a thread from her face. And she's like, I, 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 I. I like, oh shit. And that's when somebody like jumps on him from behind and gets the, the gun away from him. And 
he go, like throws him into the watering hole. Uh, Jake pops up for a second, and he immediately gets shot right between the eyes and killed. And that is the end of Jake, and that is okay because I fucking hated that guy. Uh, somebody, the well, as the somebody is tur- whoever, whoever the the killer is turns around to see Marlon laying there like kind of and he takes the butt stroke of the the rifle and just smashes her head in so no more Jake no more Marlon we're done with that uh cut back to the house Garth is having like a serious heart-to-heart talk with everybody out on the porch about weapon safety and you know go ahead and drink and get high and you know have sex with each other but let's leave the guns out of it because you know that's probably a bad that's a bad combination that's like a lose lose situation so as soon as uh jake gets back i'm gonna get that shotgun from you and then we'll just pretend this whole shit never happened does that sound good to everybody yes it does thank you very much garth uh here comes jake well who they think is jake rolls up in the truck um doesn't get out of the truck as he's pulling up everybody's like okay don't antagonize him just play it cool uh just you know as soon as we get the shotgun then We'll call it a night. Everything's going to be all right in the morning. We'll sober up a little bit. Hopefully he's got Marlon with him. Jake rolls up, or who they think is Jake rolls up, and starts blasting off firecrackers at the group sitting on the porch. Boo, ba-boo, ba-boo, boo, boo, boo. Uh, like M80s or something like that. And everybody's like, God, what the fuck are you doing? Like ducking for cover and stuff. And then he does like a spin out and takes off very slowly up the road. Bird is like, oh, fuck this guy. So he goes running after the truck. Jake, you motherfucker, get over here. I'm going to kick your ass. Uh, Once the truck gets like out of range to where anybody can see what's going on, the truck stops. Uh, Bird opens the door and we find out who our killer is. It's actually Emmett, the poor schmuck that got uh, stuck in the friend zone and is now bored deep, like out, like so far deep into the friend zone that he came out the other side and he's now in the I don't give a fuck anymore zone and he but he is like obsessively on amber so bird's like what Emmett what the fuck pulls him out puts a pretty good stomping on him he's like where's where's Jake and Marlin and Emmett's like you don't get it man you don't even get it they're already dead I'm dead too I'm not even here right now man and bird is like what the fuck but then Emmett pulls a knife and in a particularly gruesome move slashes bird across the eyeballs and the bridge of the nose blinding him bird's like ah shit and then he goes tries to go crawling off and then emmett jumps on him and just stabs the living piss out of him and that is the end of bird bird is now out of the equation fucking shit cut back to the farmhouse we have a bit of a moment with amber and chloe and uh red and garth uh chloe is like uh I just don't, I just can't even do it anymore. I'm going to go take some more pills. So she goes up to the bathroom and starts popping pills. Amber goes up there to try to, or Amber, uh, Mandy goes up there to try to console her. Uh, When she gets up there, we have like an almost, like a just a, just on the cusp of having a lesbian experience where they're both drunk. They both got some weird pills in them. And uh, now they're like petting each other's hair. (laughs) And Chloe is telling Amber how hot she is. And Amber's like gazing lustfully into Chloe's eyes. It's like, you're so much hotter than me. No, Chloe. No, you're, you're the hottest girl in school. You know that. No, Amber, you don't even know. 
all the guys want to do you. They don't want to do me anymore. Uh, they're on the verge of making out and possibly fingering each other when Red busts in. He's like, hey, you guys have been in here a long time. He he was on our page. He was like, I'm going to see some box eating if I time this just right. He was a little premature, though. Gave it another five, ten minutes. They would have been scissoring each other for sure. Um, that's what's going down. They're like, oh, God, okay. Uh, they all go back downstairs. Now, at this point, um, we're down to uh, Gar- Garth, Red, Chloe, and uh, Mandy. Four left. Two guys, two girls. Sun's coming up. Okay, cool. Uh, they're like, all right, well, let's try the phone. Maybe we call the police. We've given up because now it's nobody has come back from the 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 previous night's like outdoor adventures. Birds missing now. Uh, Jake and Marlon went off to have sex. They never came back. Uh, what uh, Garth opens the door. He's like, let me just. I'm gonna get in my truck. I'll drive around and see if I can find. Him. As soon as he opens the door, kablamo! Garth gets shot right in the shoulder. Fuck. He goes down. He's not dead, but he goes down. Okay. Close the door. Uh, try to call the police. Uh, naturally the phone lines have been cut first aid to garth garth had a gun too so that's good look out the window we can see our gunman like maneuvering between the cars and the trees and stuff but we don't know just who he is yet so uh what's his uh red and chloe decide they're gonna make a break for it now remember chloe's car is down at the end of the road because she didn't want to drive it on the dirt road get it dirty so if they can haul ass down the road to chloe's car they can make it out of there. So, okay, that's the plan. Uh, they go out the back door. Uh, Amber, or fucking Mandy, is applying first aid to Garth. They go screaming down the road. Now, Chloe doesn't have any shoes on, and Red has like a weird cowboy boot and board, sh- board shorts combination going on. So he's a little bit out in front of her. Uh, as they're going down the road, Emmett has like arranged all the dead bodies along the road, which is kind of cool. So, uh, Jake is there with half his head blown off. Marlon's there with her jaw dangling. Uh, what's his name? Bird is there with his eyes out. And they're like, oh my God, oh my God. Now this is a bit of a, a bit of a thing here because they run past the gauntlet of dead bodies and they make it down to the car. Excellent. Now they could get in the car and they could drive away, but instead uh, Chloe has a freak out moment where she just goes into full on panic attack. Red then must console her. Now, this is broad daylight, mind you. Red then must console her in the middle of the road, which turns into a makeout session. Now, mind you, the, the dead bodies of three of your best friends are within smelling distance. Now, I'm not saying that that by itself should not constitute a makeout session, but you'd think you'd have other things on your mind in that moment. I don't know just me <laughs> so anyway they go into a like it's 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 actually kind of a very touching scene like oh my god oh red you've been here this whole time you're the only one that's been here for me and he's like none of this dialogue happens but you can see it in their faces and red is like chloe i've always been so into you it's gross and then of course the shot rings out and red gets clipped right through the gut he goes down Chloe makes a half-assed attempt to get behind some cover, and then she gets, uh, I believe she got hacked to death with a machete by Emmett. Very good. Very good. Now, the only two left at this point are uh, Mandy Lane and Garth, and Garth has been uh, shot up pretty good. So, uh, 
Oh, no, 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 no. Chloe actually made it out of this because she goes hauling ass out of there. Uh, Emmett jumps in her car and starts tearing after her in her own car. So she goes flying through the fields. Emmett's like, he could run her over, but he's not. He's just kind of like staying on her ass. He's probably doing like 15 miles an hour. She is running out of there. Um, At this point, Mandy makes a break for it from the main house to Garth's little uh farmhand check to get the keys to his truck so she goes hauling ass over there as she's coming out of there she sees chloe running down the the farm in her bare feet with her sexy pink negligee and she's like mandy mandy we gotta go oh my god and then here comes emmett right on her ass so uh mandy grabs a knife out of the uh the farmhand shack and she goes out there to meet uh chloe like hey come this way i'm gonna protect you Chloe goes running up on her, and Mandy immediately stabs the living piss out of Chloe. Aha! Uh, Emmett stops the car, gets out, and he's like, Mandy, you made it! She's like, yeah, I did it, you did it too! And this is where we find out that this was all one big murder pact between Mandy and Emmett. Well done! Well done, gang! The whole thing is like documented in Emmett's journal, and uh, this is where we have to kind of put the final Columbine uh, frosting on this maniacal cake where we have to now kill each other uh emmett and mandy do uh garth is still alive though he's not dead he's just wounded he's still in the main house as you'll recall so uh we flipped through you know they have like a nice little laugh about oh did you see how i killed bird yeah he tried to run i stabbed him in the face good and then you know fuck jake anyway shot him in the head um that's all well and good. Uh, he's like, okay, so I was thinking we were going to take these suicide pills, right? Emmett's telling this to Manny. Uh, you take these pills, but I think it'd be better if you just shot me in the chest. Uh, like, you take the pills, then shoot me in the heart seven or eight times. Make sure I'm dead. And then about the time you're done with that, the pills should kick in and you should keel over dead also. And she's like, yeah, okay, that's that sounds great. So she gets up. She's like, I got to go find a gun. He's like, here, I got a gun for you right here. Okay uh he like hands her the pills and she's like uh you know i don't i don't want to i don't want to die i don't i'm not going to do that and he's like wait we have to die together baby he's like no i'm not going to do that actually in fact i think i'm going to blame all this shit on you and i'm going to go go ahead and go on with my life (laughs) you motherfucking bitch oh no you're fucking up the suicide pact lady you can't do that not now after I just killed everybody, oh, fuck you, fuck you, uh, just as this conversation is happening, uh, Emmett gets up and starts chasing her, but that is as Garth is coming out of the house, so Garth shoots Emmett, Emmett shoots Garth a few more times, a little bit of a standoff, uh, Garth goes down, Emmett keeps chasing Mandy, uh, he chases her into this weird cow burial pit, and we get like a weird, grody pseudo-sexual situation where like Emmett tackles Mandy and he's laying on top of her and he's like you have to die you have to die with me and she's like I want to finish high school first (laughs) you're such a loser but she's like laying underneath him and writhing in the mud and the disgusting cow uh innards and it's it's kind of it's kind of sexy I gotta tell you it's kind of a weird sexy situation there i don't know why uh eventually she kicks him off her uh runs up up out of there uh he comes at her with a machete but she's got like a uh a log so the machete sticks in the log and then she 
uh, beats the shit out of him with the machete, like stabbing slash beating him with the machete log combo, and that pretty much kills Emmett. She goes running through the, um, well, we think it kills Emmett. She goes running through the field, now covered in blood and cow guts. Uh, Emmett is back up. Mandy! He goes tearing off after her, and then that's when Garth shoots and kills Emmett. And then Mandy goes back to Garth, gets him loaded up in the car, or the truck, and then last shot of the film is uh, Mandy and em- or Mandy and Garth driving off, presumably to a hospital. And Garth is like, you saved me. Oh, you saved me. Thank you so much. And she's like, yeah, I did. <laughs> and that's the end of your movie, man. It's all the boys love Mandy Lane from 2006. <coughs> it's not a bad show. It's a little heavy on the uh, Old Navy American Kid montage stuff. Um, we don't, I mean, you, you drew me in with the, the death of Dylan right up there in the beginning. And I like that. Um, after that, you got about 40 minutes of American kids having an American good time at, uh, some rant, like a road trip ranch situation and getting ready to have sex with each other. So if you can stomach that, because that's how long it takes for the for the violence to kick in. If you can st- stomach that part, it's pretty good. Uh, if you don't mind uh, Amber Heard, very monotone acting, pouring on the awkward all like the whole bottle, <laughs> for lack lack of a better metaphor. You definitely get yourself a double scoop of awkward Amber Heard in this one. Other than that, it's not a bad show. Standard uh, slasher pacing once it kicks in. Um, there is some nudity. We get to see Chloe's boobs for a second. They're okay. Uh, nothing from Amber though, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, I say check it out. I had to actually buy this on YouTube. That's the only fucking place I could find it. So if you don't mind, I, I'm sure it's out there somewhere in the pirate waters. I waited till the last possible second to try to find it and I didn't have time to go into all the torrent sites, but it's definitely on YouTube if you don't mind paying for it. You probably don't need to. It's not worth 10 bucks. I say if you can find it on a torrent site or some other streaming service, go that route. You don't need to buy it. Anyway, I'm going to take a break, uh, and I will come back with some other stuff.
Hey inmates, if you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And I'm back. If I were ever at some kind of a weird ranch house weekend party and all my hot friends started uh, disappearing and not showing up, I would probably just go to bed. The horror fan in me would say, okay, they're obviously being murdered and I will find their bodies at some point. But going to look for them is going to add me to the body count. It goes without saying. Now, if one of them were in trouble, like in uh, stuck in a bear trap or something like that, uh, there's nothing I can do anyway, right? So, I mean, I could probably call somebody if there's cell service, which there may or may not be. I'm better off just going to bed, and when I wake up in the morning, I'll be like, oh, sorry, <laughs> you've been out here all night? I didn't hear you screaming, my bad. And so you just move on. Or, uh, by, of course, by then, they will, will be dead, uh, with probably uh, with their body stacked in a closet in a very comedic way to where you open the door and the body collapses on you because that's somehow the way it usually pans out. Uh, but I'll deal with that in the morning. I'm going to go to bed. Uh, I would like to still try to take one of the young ladies with me. And uh, if that's not going to happen, then I will see you in the morning regardless. In the meantime, I'm not going to get uh, all heroic. Anyway, uh, that was All the Boys Love Mandy Lane. I think it's time we talked about what movies I got to watch this weekend. I got uh, to do a few few shows here. What are you looking at? It happened at Nightmare Inn, 1973. I did this one for the Patreon show. I did the full run-through over there, but I can tell you that it is public domain and it is not very good. Uh, Boils down to some puritanical sisters murdering everybody that stays in their bed and breakfast. Mostly young ladies, because they have a real problem with uh, single mothers and chicks that want to have fun. So there's that. Uh, Willie's Wonderland from 2021. Ooh, daddy, this is a good one. I watched this one three times. This is a good fucking movie, man. I don't care what anybody says about Nicolas Cage, and I don't give a rat's ass if they ripped off Five Nights at Freddy. It's going to be, I know there's a Five Nights at Freddy's movie coming out. It's They're going to have a hard time topping this one, if you ask me. It's a great show. Uh, Nicolas Cage doesn't say a word the whole movie. He just uh, rolls into town, puts the smack down on a bunch of animatronics, uh, has to rescue some kids about halfway through the movie. Well, try, attempt to rescue some kids. Uh, yeah, good. Sh- I definitely recommend this one. It was a good time. Uh, the uh, <laughs> some, Got some pretty good chuckles out of it. There's a fucking pinball machine montage uh, towards the beginning of the third act that will blow your balls off. I think I posted it on Facebook. It's amazing. Uh, I watched that, and I also watched Honeydew from 2021 i did not care for honeydew it felt to me like a very pretentious version of house of a thousand corpses if you removed all the most entertaining parts of it uh replace the fireflies with a 
very boring old lady and her uh, even more boring neighbor and uh, a fat guy. Replace Dr. Satan with a fat guy that doesn't talk. And uh, that's basically what it boils down to. It's boring. It's, it's just fucking... It, it felt to me like they were trying to make uh, like a high-end intellectual version of House of a Thousand Corpses. It just came out boring to me. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I wasn't smart enough to understand all the uh, idiosyncrasies and the, uh, you know, the tricks of photography, the subtle lighting maneuvers. Bullshit. It was boring, man. Boring as fuck all. Uh, that's just my opinion. I actually got so mad at this movie. I actually took the time to write an IMDb review and, uh, I never do that. I, I usually, if I'm really that mad at it, I'll just put a one star and call it a day. I actually logged in, signed in with my IMDb sign in and wrote a shitty review for Honeydew. That's how bad, that's how angry I was at this one. I, I should probably watch it again because to be honest with you, I did have some drinks, uh, but during I, I did like a double feature i watched uh willie's wonderland and i was like oh yeah and i had some drinks while i was watching it and then i rolled right into honeydew and i was like oh god oh this is f- boring <laughs> so maybe i just wasn't in the right state of mind but i don't know I, it, I didn't care for it at all maybe if anybody out there saw it and liked it i'd love to hear from you Tell me if I need to watch it again. The Padded Room 2011 at hotmail.com or uh, the Mental Health Hotline, area code 775-387-0275. Speaking of voicemail, I should tell you that during the break, uh, a voicemail popped up from Tom Hardy. Uh, Mr. Hardy, you missed the uh, uh, the old uh, listener mail segment, so we will play that on next week's show. Uh, sorry for that, dude. Uh, in the meantime, how about some immersion therapy? What do you say to that? Immersion Therapy Yellow Did anybody else get to watch Violation except for me? Uh, We're talking about Violation. It's streaming on Shudder right now. It's from 2021. Uh, Not a lot of love for this movie. And I get it. I didn't mind it. Um, It's very slow. But it kind of It kept my interest. I'm probably never going to watch it again, be honest with you. But it kept my interest, and at the end, I kind of felt like I was kind of scratching my head a little bit. And the reason why, and I think I kind of brushed over this a little bit on last week's show, is that it boils down to a rape-revenge film. But we're given two distinct uh, perspectives on the actual rape portion. She claims that she was raped, and we're since she's our main character, we have to take her, uh, kind of adopt her perspective. But when she's having him, when she's got him all tied and he's got a heart on, and she's having him recount the uh, events of the night of the rape, he lays it out the exact same way that she remembers it with one subtle difference. He remembers her saying, don't stop i.e. do not stop what you're doing. She remembers saying don't, period, stop, period. 
So, but at the same time, she didn't really, in either version, she didn't really resist. It's just a matter of conjecture. Now, I I like to think, and I don't, I do not take the side of a rapist, but I, given the the context of the story, she seemed unstable before, like at the beginning of the movie. So, I think it could have it could have went either way. Maybe it was consensual sex, and she later convinced herself that it wasn't, or maybe he did rape her, and you know. I don't know, just tried to rationalize it that way to, so he could sleep at night or something. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, that That's the part that I enjoyed about the movie. Other than that, like I said, it kept my interest because I didn't know where it was going, but it goes exactly where you expect it to go. Uh, she kills him and disposes of the body in a very gruesome way, and uh, that's pretty much the whole movie is, is that right there. So um, a lot of people didn't like it because it's a bit of a slow burn. And I get that, especially uh, normally in a rape revenge movie, you jump right in, you know, you don't want to dip your toes into an anal shot going shotgunning. You got to just do a cannonball dive right into the deep end of it because there's, you know where you're going. You might as well get there as soon as possible. All right. Your immersion therapy for this week is going to be spider hole from 2010. Uh, stars Emma Griffiths Mailing and George Mar- Margarin. Uh, this one is streaming on Hulu. Hulu, Check that shit out, inmates. We will do the same, or maybe it'll just be me. I don't know. And we can compare notes next week. Normally, this is where I would invite you to educate Miss Monica. She is clearly not with us yet again, so you are stuck with me. Ma. Educating Miss Monica. Well, first my clues from last week. Uh, We just inherited a house, me and my two daughters, and uh, it's in a uh, kind of a backwoodsy kind of a place. And everything was going pretty smooth until we figured out that uh, at night, the ghosts of the local uh, mining operation come out and kill anything that doesn't have blood smeared on their door and usually eat it, too. So we've got some options. We can smear the blood on the door. We can leave animals out there. Either way, they're going to kill the shit out of us. Uh, We just got to get the fuck out of here. I'm talking about wicked little things, my friends. I think it's a good show. It's one of, like I said, it's one of the eight films to die for. The look of the kids in this fucking movie is gnarly. And that, it's got Chloe Grace Moretz in it, uh, Scout Taylor Compton, and a bunch of uh, black-eyed kids with farming instruments. These little shits, they don't like try to choke you. They're coming at you with like pickaxes and weird saws, things like that. They're going to fuck you up. That's what it boils down to. It's scary as shit. Uh, who might I be this week, you, you wonder? Well, I'll tell you what. I am a ad exec for a bikini uh, company, and I've got a crazy idea for a publicity stunt. Now, hear me out. This is going to sound a bit eccentric, but it's going to work. What we're going to do, we're going to take two of our top models, right? We stick them on a boat, and then we set them adrift at sea, and then we report them missing, and then when when they are recovered in a day or two, 
all the news cameras will be there, and they'll will get all this free publicity of them getting off the uh, the boat in our bikinis. It's a win 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 situation, really. Until that motherfucking fog bank rolled in, and we actually did lose the boat that they were on. Now we have no communications. Uh, they are completely vanished, uh, and we got a lot of fucking problems because we actually probably killed these two young ladies little did we know what was going on inside the fog bank <laughs> ah, gnarly stuff my friends turns out there is a uh, abandoned ship from ancient antiquity floating around inside the fog bank and it is looking to fuck some shit up that those are your clues, inmates. I will uh, fill you in on who I was, am, or could be next week. In the meantime, like, comment, subscribe wherever you found this show. That helps out our visibility quite a bit. We do have a Patreon campaign running. The month of May is wide open. $5 donation gets you a shirt, coffee mug, and uh, control of the month of May. Uh, you pick our theme of horror films. Or if you just have four random films you want us to do, we'll do that too. Uh, or not, oh, uh, paddedroompodcast.com is where you go to find all that shit. In the meantime, for Buddy in absentia, Monica, also in absentia, uh, St. Maud, whoever the hell she is, weird rock'em sock'em robots movies, fuck that shit, with Vin Diesel, I'm sure it's gonna suck, um, Mandy Link, goddamn Amber Heard, who is hot enough to be batshit crazy and still get away with it. And the Padded Room Podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Good night.